the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. As believers in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it is vital that we possess the mind of Christ. How do we do that? By consistently studying and applying God's word daily. We are compelled to let the mind of Christ be in us and assures us that as the children of God, we can have the mind of Christ. The question is, do we exercise this God-given gift daily? No matter what is going on around us, we should not fear, but trust God because he is with us from our beginning to our end. There is no wiggle room here. Either we trust God or we don't. We must know that no matter what we see or hear, we can have the mind of Christ. Have Bible, pen, and paper handy, and listen closely as Pastor Rander teaches us today. You can't get in things that do some good things, but you can be in so much until you're not making much use in anything. You can spread yourself too thin. Uh, what are some of the benefits of spiritual growth? Is you are more patient with people and their issues. You're more patient with people and their issues. It's patient, patient, patience. Love is patient. Love is patient. Patient with people and their issues and their issues. You see them coming, well, here come the issue. And you're you all tired and worn out and the issue is coming your way. Ask God to give you a double portion of patience. Um, you become more generous in your financial giving when you are growing. A growing people is, a, is growing in their spiritual giving and their financial giving. You become more generous in your financial giving. You don't give God less. You give him more. Uh, as a, a byproduct of growth is you are not so easily offended. You don't have a chip on your shoulder. Little anything don't just bother you. Uh, you, you just learn to, with the help of God, shake it off. Don't be so easily offended. And sometimes people don't mean no harm, and sometimes they do. But realize God is in control, and God will take care of it. And God doesn't, God doesn't call you to fight everybody that doesn't act right. You know, let God fight the battle. Stop usurping the authority of God. God knows how to deal with people better than you. Stop having the spirit of trying to get even. You know? uh, and then, listen, when you're growing, you're more willing to forgive. You're more willing to forgive. A growing saint is a forgiving saint. As you can see from this list, spiritual growth is so vital for possessing and maintaining a healthy, well-balanced spiritual mindset to minister to others who need a word of hope, healing, and encouragement from you. Number four, you become strong and courageous when you possess the mind of Christ. You become strong and what? 
courageous when you possess the mind of Christ. Joshua 1, 9, chapter 1, verse 9 says, be strong. Look at that. Be strong and courageous. In times like these, you better be strong and courageous. This is a, a, a this is an antichrist culture. This is not a God-fearing culture. And everything we see is going against God, against his word. Folk don't want prayer. People want to do what is right in their own eyes. You know, be strong and courageous. Uh, do not be afraid or discouraged when you see everything going around you that's going awry. Seem like folk picking on you. Be strong. Don't be wimpy. Don't be whiny. Don't be a crybaby. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He's with you. Beloved, the more wicked, vile, corrupt, and antichrist this world becomes, the more bold and courageous believers must be to represent Christ in a dark and decadent world. To be courageous means to be firm. To be courageous means to be resilient. To be courageous means to be bold. To be courageous means to be brave. To be courageous means to be fearless. To be courageous means to be valiant. To be courageous means to be unwavering in the midst of ridicule, in the midst of abuse and hate and harassment. To be courageous in the midst of injustice and persecution because of being a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Being a coward does not honor the Lord. God wants us strong and courageous. If you're not passionate for Christ, you cannot be courageous for him, nor will you be willing to take a stand against and confront the evil of our day. Only when your mind is surrendered to Christ and you possess passion for him, can you be aggressive with the gospel in an anti-Christ culture. Again, this is a what kind of culture? An anti-Christ culture. You see, so you have to be strong in the midst of an antichrist culture and not fizzle out when confronted by antagonistic people who will challenge your faith in Christ. Don't back down. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Well, let me transition to this uh, section and we'll be done with the series. How do we display courage in an antichrist world? How do we display courage? Courage in an antichrist world. This is an antichrist world. I mean, look look at the gender confusion. Look, look, look at all the stuff. Everything's being redefined. The language, the pronouns, are just the stuff. It just just we're being assaulted. This world's being reorientated. And parents, if you don't do your homework, stay on top of your kids' education. And beware of what your children are learning in their classroom. You'll find out you have lost your child. You better spend time. You better know what's going on. You better get all. That's your child. Those are your children. Those are not the school children. No, they're your children. You determine what your children receive. You determine the curriculum. If it didn't come up to your standard, then you get them out. Put them where they can grow and be more like Christ. Make some adjustments. Satan knows what he's doing. He wants to raise up a generation, a young, a generation of young devils. 
young devils, five and six, seven years old. He wants them down there. When they grow up, when they get 15, they, 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 they gone. They gone. You got to talk to your children, re- reason with your children. Don't always be fussing at them. Uh, keep the lines of communication open, open. So how do we display courage in an antichrist world? Uh, here's some more bullet points for you. Courage in Christ does not mean the absence of fear. It is to persevere in him regardless of your fear. You know, Gideon was afraid to go against those Midianites, but he did do what God called him to do, even though he was afraid. Sometimes you got to go and you have to do the hard thing, even though you're afraid you go on and do it anyhow because it's the right thing to do. Courage in Christ does not mean the absence of fear. It is to persevere in him regardless of your fear. Next, courage is to take a stand for Christ knowing that you are going to be rejected by society. The, the society, you, you said nobody's bothering me. Okay, just wear a cross. Okay, wear a Christian T-shirt. Put a Bible on your desk at school, at work. Oh, there, there'll be some, there'll be some issues. Start praying. Start, start asking folks, can you pray with them? And get see what kind of look you get. Courage is to take a stand for Christ, knowing that you're going to be rejected by society. Uh, then courage is to be determined to serve God and represent him well in the midst of your crisis. Courage is to be determined to serve God and represent him well in the midst of your crisis. Some folk make an F in their crisis because you fall to pieces, you misrepresent God, and uh, you allow the crisis to, to get the best of you instead of trusting him and not being a crybaby and realize God is in control even when you don't understand what he's doing. Sometimes God has to give you a repeat course, has to flunk you. You did so bad till I got to send you another crisis so you can grow up. You see, courage is to be determined to serve God and represent him well in the midst of your crisis. Listen, it takes courage to speak the truth in love, even though it will not be well received. To speak the truth in love, not, not, not hard and harsh. I'm talking about lovingly, gently, caringly in, in the spirit. And you say what needs to be said, even though it will not be well received. But you say it because it's in the best interest of the person in your home, on your job, in your family. You, you have to say the tough thing. It takes courage to preach truth to congregants who have been influenced by the culture. It takes courage to preach truth to the congregants who have been influenced by the culture. You know, for many pastors who, tr- who attempts to, who really tries to stay with the word, it's getting more difficult for pastors to preach truth to their own congregations, the congregation that God has assigned them to, because the congregation have so much stuff. We only have y'all for about an hour, hour and a half, and then y'all gone, but the, you're in this culture thing the whole week. You listen to talk shows and pundits the whole week. You're full of all this stuff that's coming into your hearing. And so when, then when you come to church and hear truth, you can't even receive it because you've heard so much stuff that's counter-truth. 
And all of a sudden, you're looking at the pastor like he's crazy. No, he's got his senses. It's that you got so much stuff in you that you can't receive what the man is saying. It's saying, so I, I, I ain't there yet. I ain't there yet. I ain't there. Well, you better get there. Some of you don't plan to get there. I'm still, you're 80 years old. I'm still trying to get there. <laughs> oh, man. It, it, it's, not, it's not getting easier to preach truth to the congregation. Because people, they have so much stuff in them coming at them all kinds of ways. Folk talk all kinds of craziness. And some of y'all believe a whole lot of that stuff and you won't even go to the word of God and your mind is cuckoo. No wonder your mind is struggling. You got to get out of that stuff. Now, know what's going on. I'm not saying you can't listen to the news. I'm not saying I listen to it, but I'm not going to let it. I'm not going to let politics mess me up. Amen. I'm not going to let that. I'm not going to let, oh, this, what's happening over here mess me up, what this country doing or what this mayor did or what this president did or what the Senate, what the Congress did, whoever's in office. I'm going to stay with the word of God and let it be the final authority to the glory of God. You know, here, I, I preach hard messages, and people keep coming back. You know why they're coming back? Because they want to hear the truth. Listen, if you can't hear truth in the church, then where else are you going to get it? You, I want you to tell me, if you can't get it here, where else are you going to get truth? Where are you going to get it? Next. It takes courage to be truthful on your resume and not embellish it to be selected for a job. <laughs> it takes courage. You add all that stuff, five more pages, you're not all that. So you're just adding all this stuff and all this stuff. It takes courage. No, if God wants you there, say the truth. Don't add, don't add to it. Don't embellish it. Just be, be honest, you know, don't cut yourself short, but be genuine, be authentic, say, say what you've achieved, and, and don't go extra. Okay? It takes courage to maintain your integrity when tempted to cheat on your taxes or on your test in school. Cheating doesn't advance your knowledge. Matter of fact, cheating keeps you dumb in school. You didn't learn nothing. And, so, and listen, you can go to one of these major Ivy League schools and still come out a big dummy. It, that, that, it's not the school. It, it's what you do in the school. And you can go to a junior college and be just as sincere and honest and really have a heart for learning and then go on and do another two years uh, at a university and get out. And there, there are some people excel from that kind of learning than the person who spent $200,000 to say they went to this school and didn't get nothing. Nothing. It's not the school that makes you. It's what you do in the school. It's who you run with. It's what you put in. It's the time. It's the study habits. It's prayer. It's agony. Ag it's sacrifice. It's cutting stuff off. Not jumping at every invitation that comes your way. Not attending every party. 
being in every sorority and fraternity and just moving all over the place. You're doing the stomp and the jump and the hoops and don't have a degree. What is a fraternity? And you, you get out and you can't even qualify. Won't y'all say amen? <laughs> it takes courage to let go of relationships that are detrimental to your spiritual growth and your walk with the Lord. There are some relationships that are drag on your faith, a drag on your life, and they're bringing you down. They're bringing you down. They're bringing you down. Now, I'm not saying, now listen, I'm not saying, now if you're a husband and wife, don't be so quick to let them go. <laughs> oh, he just told me I can divorce my wife. I've been waiting on that. No, you love and patient. Hang in there. Okay, hang in there. Okay, hang in there. Trust God. Go get some counseling. Do something. I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you to divorce because you're having some issues. But it takes courage to to let go of relationships that are detrimental to your spiritual growth and your walk with God. It takes courage to trust God and stay the course and remain faithful in a difficult marriage. A difficult marriage. Some under my voice by radio and social media and all. You're in difficult marriages. It's not been easy. And it's tough when you worked all day and you come home and it's hell in the house. It takes courage to trust God, stay the course, and remain faithful in a difficult marriage. That's why you ought to take your time. Listen to God. Don't marry folk because of how they look or because of what they got. Matter of fact, when you see how they act, you want to give it all back. <laughs> that, that stuff is nothing if you have if they if they're driving you crazy. He said, "Stay on, Pastor. I'm trying." <laughs> it takes courage to accept Christ and live for Him, especially when you will be ostracized and rejected by your own family. It takes courage to accept Christ and live for him, especially when you will be ostracized and rejected by your own family. You know, that was the case of our adopted son, Gerald, took it in. When he accepted Christ, he was ostracized because uh, his daddy was Muslim, and they kicked him out, kicked him out. There are many, per, many family members are kicked out when they become a Christians because they, because they were in a Hindu family, a Muslim family, uh, a Buddha family, or whatever kind of family they and they are, they are rejected by their family members because they have betrayed them and they cast them out. That takes courage. In conclusion, when you possess the mind of Christ, the Holy Spirit will illuminate your mind. When you possess the mind of Christ, the Holy Spirit will give you spiritual insight. When you possess the mind of Christ, God will give you wisdom and knowledge that you need to navigate the difficult days in which we live. I submit to you today, ladies and gentlemen, never throw in the towel and never give up. The Lord has invested so much in you, and he wants to use you to make a difference for his namesake. Therefore, realize that God can do extraordinary things through you, as you yield your life totally to him and remain faithful until he calls you to heaven. And all God's children said,
Let's pray. And Father, we thank you for this final message. On the mind of Christ. We've been preaching the message since first Sunday in January. And here we are. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing. And I pray, Lord, that the saints would implement and execute and live out these spiritual principles so that healing can come to the mind, calmness and rest and restoration can come to the mind, that anxiety and fear be banished from the mind, that the spirit of anger would no longer possess the mind, that rebellion in their minds be defeated in the name of Jesus. Oh God, help our minds. Help us to put on the helmet of salvation so that the fiery darts won't penetrate and do damage in our minds. Lord, we repent of what we've been thinking in our minds, what we've seen with our eyes and done with our very bodies. Restore the years that the locusts have eaten. Help us to make a fresh start. You spoke to all of our hearts. Father, we're living in a day where people are losing their minds. So many minds are held captive by the enemy. So many saints have disturbed minds, confused minds, irrational minds, worried minds, fearful minds, minds that are being tormented by the sins of their past. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will set captive souls free this morning so that life can be lived at, at the fullest and that your name is glorified, your church is edified, and we can represent you well in a foreign land. Father, thank you for this God moment, and may people seize it today and not play into in the hands of Satan and procrastinate their God moment away in Jesus' name. And all God's children said, Amen. you here today and don't know Jesus, you're not sure that if you were to die today that you go to heaven to be with him. If you doubt that the least little bit, you're not sure. You don't have the assurance of your salvation. Or perhaps you know Christ, but you just don't have a church home. You haven't planted yourself anywhere. You need to be in a place of accountability, a place of nurturing and spiritual growth. You need a spiritual refuge. You need a spiritual covering. The church of the living God has redemptive purpose. And the Bible also says, forsake not the assembly of yourselves together, as some are in the habit of doing. The church brings much value. 
Just like you need to go to H-E-B and Walmart, you need the church. Amen. Some of y'all going places y'all not be going, but you can't come to church. You can go to the sports arenas. You can play all kind of ball. But when crisis come, that ball can't keep you, but this Bible can. This Bible can. You come to Jesus right now in Jesus' name. And all God's children said. There is an old gospel song that says, Be not dismayed, whatever betides. God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide. Through every day or all the way, God will take care of you. Therefore, we have no need to fear. Even through trials, tribulations, and the troubles of this world, we must exercise the priority of possessing the mind of Christ. Believers of the Lord Jesus Christ, be of good cheer, for he has overcome the world. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Join us on Sunday, July 23rd and Sunday, July 30th for Youth Emphasis Day Parts 1 and 2, respectively. Receive blessings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, on these special occasions as you witness Maranatha's youth lead and conduct worship services beginning with Sunday school at 9 a.m., followed by our worship celebration at 10 a.m. Witness God's anointing upon today's youth who are maturing and preparing through the indwelling Holy Spirit to lead the church of tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.